legendary Cotton Bowl Stadium, one of the greatest rivalries in college sports. This game is different. Two schools, two fan bases, one battlefield. Once you step foot on that field, you feel the love and hate at the same time. You can't prepare for a game like this. You have to experience it. Throw out the rankings and throw out the records. This game is fueled by passion. The hits are bigger. The plays are bigger. The memories never fade. Ricky, Vince, Stoney, Shipper, you make a name for yourself in this game. And it will live on forever. You came to Texas for games like this. And the moment is here. This is the Red River Showdown. Are you ready? Oh my god. Someone bring me a brick wall I can run through stat. <gasps> I, I don't know if I've ever been more excited for a single game in my life. Yes, sir. In my life, Karan. In your life? In my life. Right. Wow. I'm I'm real ready. Let's get let's get the show on the road. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Welcome into Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. This is your host, Noah Opsfeld, and without me today are my two quote-unquote loyal Hulk co-hosts. But you know, when you don't have your co-hosts or your guys that you think are going to be there, you know what you do? You go out and you you, you find the real ones. You find the OGs. Who? You find a guy like Karan Kanatala. Yes, sir. One of the oldest friends of the podcast and the radio show. How are you doing today, Karan? I am doing fantastic. Actually, I just ran here because of my loyalty to the show. Loyalty to the show. Love it. So there might be a there might be a raise in it for you pretty soon, <laughs> pretty soon. Uh, this is guys we do fantasy football number one KVRX fantasy football talk show, uh, two years running, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at dudes football. Ooh, again, I'm sorry, I'm just beaming with excitement. We got uh, obviously any day, a few days, forty eight hours before Sunday is my favorite time of the week. Uh, but geez, do we have a big game tomorrow, Karan? All week I've been looking for a ride to the game. I got a ticket. I've been text, put a, posting on Facebook, posting in Facebook groups. Hey, anyone? Can anyone give me a ride? Because I got the show today, five to six. I need a ride to Dallas after six. Everyone's gone already. People leaving Thursday. People leaving this morning. People left at five p.m. Are you kidding me? I'm serious. How could you leave before guys being dudes? I know it's... it is baffling to me. It's crazy. But me and Karan were like, you know what? We're gonna figure it out. We're in this together. We're in this together, bud. We just had a yes, really sir. nice handshake in the studio here. And uh, we had one, two rides, maybe didn't pan out. So two nights ago, I said, it was at 2 a.m., I think. I said, yeah, hey, literally are you a Guns N' Roses fan? Tis and, I am. And what'd you say? Tis I am. Tis <laughs> I am, he said. So here's the, here's the plan for me and Quran. We have five to six guys being dudes. Going back to my apartment, upload the podcast. Always, you know, always the must after the show. Subscribe. Subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. Then... We're heading to ACL for the 7.30 Guns N' Roses until 10. Shout out Brian Kim. We'll see you there. Uh, then at 10, we're going to leave, get to the apartment around 11. We got a midnight 12.05 bus to Dallas. And you know what? I'm leaving. Leaving. <laughs> on that midnight bus to Dallas. Leaving Ooh. on the midnight bus to Dallas. Ooh. Yeah, baby. I wrote that all by myself. 
just comes to me. These things I'm a great I, can't I can't control. Yeah, I mean, we should start an acapella group. Yes, sir. The acapella guys being dude show will start next week. I'm just kidding. Four to five. Four to five <laughs> acapella show for one hour at a time. Uh, but yeah, Michael Smith, Jared Williams, usual co-hosts aren't here. So if you're for, tuning in for the first time, we had a big, big sticker, you know, giving stickers to the world this week. So this is a big, sh- big show for us. You know, a lot of new fans, a lot of new people tuning in. I'm sure up to even three or four are tuning yeah, in right you now. Would, you would have thought like Michael and Jerry would be here for this one. Right. You know, priorities out of whack. That's okay. That's we're, okay. we're making it happen. I can make like both that. things happen. Uh, I get everything I want. Uh, most of the time. Not really. But uh, let's get into some Texas football. Last week, we had West Virginia. Wasn't as close as, as we'd like to see. Still came out with the win. Despite the pick of the century, the secondary was not as uh, shut down as it should have been against a quarterback without much experience. What are your thoughts on the game? Last week? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty scary for like almost throughout the game, but we still yeah. went through. So, there, shouldn't, I mean, there shouldn't have been any time where uh, maybe like, that we can... The beginning, I mean, they drove down the field. Was it four passes? Yeah, yeah. It was like, I was like, wow, Uh-oh. this West Virginia team could be like reminiscent of last year. And then we just kind of handled them throughout the game. So I was like, no. They are, they were at home. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, they stuck the pass all game. Roshan looked real good. He looked did. like a competent college D1 running back. Enough about that game. Let's get to the real juice. Texas versus OU, the Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. Say that three times fast. Go. Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. Red River Too much rivalry. time in between. Oh, we'll work true, on it. True. Red River rivalry this weekend in Dallas. <laughs> I'm so excited. This River, is the first. River. I've bribed my way in two times. If you want some advice on bribing your way into the Red River, Red River Triple R, uh, hit me up on on Twitter at Dudes Football. I'll give you some uh, the, the breakdown on how to bribe your way into the game. Real easy. This week, spent the money. Two hundred dollar ticket. Real excited. Uh some keys to winning the game. I got a lot of thoughts here. Number one. Sam Ellinger, three rushing touchdowns last year on the ground against OU. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to see that number again, but bottom line is those 10, 18, you know, 8, 10, 13 yard scampers that he just kind of throws out at will. Those are really crucial. Those are, those, this is like the this. only game I like to see yeah. him running on the ground. Other, no, no, Sam, be, be careful, sweetie. Don't, like, don't, but to, don't hurt this week, this one, it's, go it's for it. It's all out. All out. Uh, OU is pretty weak against the run. You know, they've been playing, and they've had a really easy schedule. Haven't played a ranked team. I don't think they've even played a, a, a team over 500 yet. Keonta Ingram uh, out last week with the injury. Roshan Johnson looked good, but I think a nice balance of the two is going to be key here. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I remember the game with against uh, OSU, mm. I believe. They used both of them, like, at will. So if we can get that same thing going against uh, yeah. another Oklahoma school, so that would be <laughs> fantastic. Hopefully, the, you know, hopefully the trend stays... Keontae Ingram, uh, you know, he's getting a lot of uh, hate on Twitter. I think people are still remembering the LSU uh, drop and stuff like that. But, you know, he's been pretty consistent. He's been pretty good in the passing game. Um, He could really show up this game, especially because one of OU's weaknesses is the run game. Uh, I think that's where we're going to beat him. I I think we're going to obviously need to be putting up points in the air. But if we can consistently put up three, four, five-yard runs with with those two guys, I think we can win this game. Next, uh, Duvernay, Colin Johnson's supposed to be back. Brendan Eagles, Jake Smith rotating effectively. I mean, this receiving core, geez. He's deep. Deep. He's we, lo- we love to see it. Um, and it's all, on, it's all on Sam. Get the ball to those guys on the outside, you know, mix it up. Get Duvernay up the middle. I think OU's defensive plan is going to, re- it's got to revolve around Duvernay. But with Colin Johnson back, what are you doing? Yeah. And Eagles is a 
huge threat as well for catching really deep passes. Absolutely. So like they've really got to focus like really keenly, keenly on the yeah on the mic. Yeah. Uh, another thing, OU O line is a weak point. So obviously we have some injuries in the secondary. Caden Stern's still out. Uh, if that D line can show up, you know, and pressure. Uh, who's the? I'm not sure what the quarterback for OU's name is. Mm. Kind of some, irrelevant. Some transfer, some. Uh, that's going to be key, especially, like I said, especially with the injuries in the secondary. Got to make sure he's not having too much time and too much of an easy time to throw. Third down offense for Texas, number two in the nation, converting 56%. Third down defense, that was going to be the key. Can we hold them on third down and get those get those punts, get those turnovers? Okay. <clears throat> Score predictions. You got a little bit lower. Let's let's hear it, Karan. What you got? Um, I say it's a really like there's going to be a lot of yards of offense, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that's going to really translate into points all the time. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a couple turnovers on both sides. With that being said, I got us. UT, hook them, baby. 35-31. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be down the wire, but I think it's going to be a really exciting game. It's going to be fun to watch. Absolutely. You know, I put in uh, the score for... I just realized now we all have a score. None of us have Texas or OU, but I'm just going to assume that Michael... Uh, has Texas winning 41-37. And then me, I got 44-40. And I I, I think that um, early on it's going to be a shootout, and I think it's going to slow down. I think we're going to pull out and keep being one score up consistently. And last year, I said, I predict OU. This year, I deep down do believe that Texas is going to win. OU's off their game in terms of playing tough opponents. Uh, You know, they're so much rankings. Everyone loves them. Hurts in the... Hurts, Hurts in the Heisman like, yeah. contention. Um, Texas just, I think, is a better team right now. You know, uh, we'll see. Hook them. We'll see everybody in Dallas. We will see. Any last thoughts? Um, let's get it a ball rolling. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better <laughs> myself. <laughs> Fantasy football. Let's get into it. Fantasy football news. Sam Donald back st- decided to stop kissing uh, everybody he could find back in the game. So, what does this mean for Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder? especially Le'Veon Bell, and I was had Herndon in the dock. Looks like he's going to be out for a few more weeks. So, I mean, he had a hamstring injury, I guess, when he was on suspension. He wasn't leaving the house, wasn't moving around much. Didn't, didn't feel like. <laughs> didn't I, I feel don't think like. I don't think Chris Herndon is like really that involved in fantasy. Even games. when he's back, yeah, even when he's back, because this year tight ends are incredibly deep. I would so. disagree. I mean, I mean, depends what kind of league you're in. Deeper than last year, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, deeper, definitely deeper. But deeper still, there's going to be year. even in a 12 man league, there's going to be one or two teams that are just pulling for pulling for strings. So I mean, one strategy I've had this season is to stack up on tight ends um, in deeper leagues in hopes of trading them for the increased value they have over you know running back or receiver. On one of, my, one of my 14 leagues this past week, before I traded away Hawk, I had Kelsey, Hawk, and Everett on my team. So, uh, you know, and it worked out. I traded away Hawk and uh, Gallup for Damian Williams. Thoughts on that trade? Um, that's a pretty good trade, especially if the Chiefs backfield ends up panning out yeah. more like Damian Williams. Then, obviously, that's a good trade for you. I mean, because giving up, what did you say, Everett? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Pretty... Hawk, Hawk and Gallup. Oh, Hawk and Gallup. Yeah, that's, that could be Appreciate definitely good. It. Thanks, buddy. Um, <clears throat> we provide support on the show. Yeah, absolutely. The biggest the biggest guy who's going to get... Uh, Help from this return is Le'Veon Bell. Um, hear me out real quick. Le'Veon Bell drafted in the first round in most leagues. Uh, you know, people were hoping that they'd see the Le'Veon Bell of the past. And uh, check out this schedule. Um, 
Jets, Week 9, Miami. 10, Giants, 11, Washington, 12, Oakland, 13, Cincinnati, 14, Miami. Whew. That's That's spicy. That's a schedule you love to see for a running back. I think that they are top five in uh, strength of schedule for rest of the season. So we'll talk about trade targets later, but he's something uh, he's someone I'm targeting in, in uh, leagues. Obviously going to be a tougher guy to get, but definitely someone to keep on on, uh, on mind. Robbie Anderson really hasn't been involved at all. Crowder, uh, we saw that one big week one, but these guys should be able to come back and see targets, see and see an offense that can hold the ball and not be terrible. The offense that doesn't have Luke Falk as quarterback. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, he was obviously a disappointment. Um, Robbie Anderson was a league winner last year, coming out in the end of the year, putting up, I think, 200-plus yard games. Crowder saw, what was it, 17, something like that, targets yeah, week seven, one. Yeah. Obviously, that uh, the target share is not um, upholdable, but I think going forward, you know, Anderson could, you know, he was drafted in like the fifth, sixth round this year. And he could, you know, come through and deliver that that value and kind of be like, you know, a low end RB two, high end RB. Th- I mean, oh, I receiver, receiver three. Uh, who do you want rest of season between between Anderson and Crowder? Well, just safety wise, I think I'd rather have Crowder's share mm-hmm. because he, especially in PPR, where he's just like a right. machine. But Robbie Anderson always has these second halves of the season where he just like bursts out. Yeah. So definitely second half of the we'll season, see. Robbie Anderson could be the guy. That schedule, I like both of them. For that schedule, I mean, if you see a team, I mean, they're kind of afterthoughts. Bell obviously is going to be tougher, but right now, someone with Anderson or Crowder on their team isn't. I mean, even though Darnold's coming back, isn't even really considering them serious, uh, serious options. So, if you're struggling at receiver, especially in PPR for Crowder, I mean, he's going to be a secret weapon. He's he's he could exactly. totally get ten plus targets a game. Redskins fire Jay Gruden finally. It's Thank been a long goodness. time coming. <laughs> uh, we saw Colt McCoy. Uh, did he? I don't think he threw a touchdown. He threw. Yeah, McLaurin had fifty yards on the on. It was uh, anemic. The Patriots, um, was anemic. which was not bad considering uh, the defense. But you know, Colt McCoy just went out there, did what he did, what he does. College legend. College legend. That's what we care about. That's that's all that matters. But Keenum is now back, uh, and there's been a lot of hype around the running game in Washington with this coaching change. Everyone, oh, AP's going to get this carry. And then you know, if anyone, if you're going to go against any team with a running back, it's Miami. Um, do you think this is legit? He's averaging, I think, under three this year, under three per carry. Yeah. I mean, essentially, well, Adrian Pierce isn't always that type of back where he, you, you feed him, you feed him, you feed him, and then like he'll burst out. Eventually. So, eventually. So, like, it's 34. Yeah. But I, mean, <laughs> but I mean, he's had like games where he has like eight rushes, and that's just like not acceptable. Right. This option. So, Especially Adrian Peterson. But one thing I'd like to state is Darius Geis is on IR right now. If they really turn run heavy, when Darius Geis gets back from IR, he could have serious value coming back. That is a good... I don't know if that's something necessarily... I mean, keep him on your IR slot, but you know, keep in the back of your mind. This week, though, who do you like better, AP or Chris Thompson? I like AP in regular leagues, but I like Chris Thompson in any half PPR. Not or PPR. PPR leagues. Yeah. yeah, he's going to get a lot of targets this week. What about McLaurin this week? Scary Terry. Scary Terry. I mean, Terry McLaurin, he had those beginning of the season where he was really hot. I think he's still essentially their number one option yeah. on the receiving side. And if they get a balanced offense going, maybe then... Do you like him like or Michael open. Gallup this week? Oh, Gallup Michael, against the Michael, Jets. Michael Gallup, for sure. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> really a, to- a toss-up for me. I think you go uh, McLaurin for floor. Yeah. In my opinion, Gallup for, Gallup for upside. 
We're talking about a change of culture in Washington. We'll see how that translates on the field. Um, AP is a decent flex this week. I mean, Thompson's always a flex option against a, in a good matchup. If AP, you know, can chug out 4.5 and above per carry, he, he could gets be, 20 carries. That's 100 yards. Yeah, he could so. be a, a decent starter down the, down the stretch. Hunter Henry, big change of pace here. Questionable this week. C- could play. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a full practice today. Uh, I mean, obviously, he goes right into the tight end one discussion, potentially the tight, top five, six yeah. discussion. Uh, the Chargers have not been uh, as good on offense as people had expected. Uh, the big thing for me is I think this kind of opens up the offense in general. Um, it's going to take away from Eckler a little bit. That's the big That's the big uh, takeaway for me. But everyone, Rivers, Keenan Allen, should all see an increased uh production yeah increased efficiency because under henry coming back is like huge for the offense it's just a whole new dynamic that just opens up with him the only problem is that is he going to get injured again (laughs) could be back for a week two weeks and and be gone again uh but go check your waiver i picked him up in one in the kvrx league this week i was like you know what i'll just go make sure he's not in any leagues went through you know and i have no offense to kvrx league i have him it's my number uh seven out of seven leagues on my in order it's the one i check last uh but there he was. Picked him up. Really cool. Uh, Devontae Adams, seen in street clothes at practice, was, you know, not looking like he will get on the field this week. More importantly, looks like he might be out for a few weeks. Uh, this Lions-Packers game is going to be a, uh, a tight one. I'm a Lions fan, we all know. Uh, Rodgers doesn't have Adams. He's at home. I mean, I don't really like either quarterback in this one. I'm s- supposed to be starting both of them in different <laughs> leagues. Which is part of the risk of going late round quarterback. Uh, traded for Rodgers, got what I thought was a good value for Robbie Anderson early on. So, I mean, okay. whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, Devontae Adams, tough. Going to be out for, I think, I, probably three, four weeks. Yeah. I mean, I'd look to see them try to run the ball more, especially with Aaron Jones. Absolutely. And, and maybe get some more targets to. Geronimo Allison, a man who's completely disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, like, I mean, between like, Allison, MVS, and Jimmy Graham, I mean, there, is there anyone you're confident or not really? Like, if you if you weren't confident having like starting any of them with Devonte Adams like playing, even with them not playing, you're like still like it might not be. A yeah, I I mean, I really want to. The Lions' defense has been better. I really want to pinpoint one of those guys and say, oh, this is the guy that might break out. But not this one. secondary's no. been good. Graham, probably. I think he might. He'll get some end zone looks. Aaron Jones is gonna be gonna have to be the guy. And on the other side of the ball, Carryon Johnson is gonna have a great week against that run defense that has been uh, has been beatable. Tyreek Hill, game time decision. So if you have Tyreek on your team, be prepared to put him in last minute. Um, you know, keep an eye on that. Uh, Chiefs have been not been the Chiefs of the past. Um, for me, I'm kind of lowering my expectations on the whole team, and then. Every satellite receiver, Watkins, Meikle, Pringle, um, Robinson, I think. Immediate hit. I mean. <laughs> Especially Sammy Watkins takes an immediate hit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I think all of them are borderline droppable. I mean, they're going to, if you need Maybe that Sa- upside. Maybe Sammy Watkins might be rosterable, but I mean, everybody else. I mean, borderline. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Sammy Watkins hasn't seen a week above 40th at receiver since week one. Mm-hmm. Um out of those three, obviously Watkins is probably the guy you want, but the fact that you just can't predict uh, which one of those, you know, the third tier receivers is going to have that big week. Uh, don't drop him yet, 
I mean, maybe Robinson, Meikle, I think, a lot of draft capital there might see an increase, uh, but it's just not pretty. And additionally, rest of the season, uh, Mahomes is the worst strength of schedule for a quarterback. You know, so we'll get to more talking about him later. I have some controversial opinions on that. Hot takes. <laughs> Brandon Cooks, trending towards playing. Uh, if he's out, Everett is obviously a viable start. Going forward, what do you see this in the passing game for the Rams? Well, if you were an avid listener of the show... I am. A few weeks ago, I did state that you should sell all your Rams receivers. And since then, they've all been great. Well, so, well, except for... Mainly, mainly Cup. Yeah, mainly if, Cup. If you said sell Woods, Woods and, and Cooks, Cooks, that would have been a great take. That but been, I also said take. sell Cup. So, it's a mixed reception on that one. But... With that passing game, it's just like Cooks is really streaky. He'll have games where he has like five for buck forty-five and two TDs, and he'll have games where he's got like two receptions, forty-two yards. Like, yeah, it, that's that's the risk you run with having Cooks. And then Woods is just like it's like it flows better. If if the it's game a, is flowing well, then he'll have a kind of like Cooks. Like I mean, Cooks is like Woods light. Yeah, I exactly. mean, the only guy obviously you can really really trust. Like, put up. put put Woods in your lineup every week still. Um, mm-hmm. I think, but. Cooper Cup's the guy. Obviously. I mean, he's been debatably the league winner this year. Uh, And then we'll talk about Gurley coming up later. Um, Well, we could could talk about him now. He's two down the dock. Um, Look like he's doubtful. Look, he's trending to be out. This is kind of a surprise. Um, Mac, go horns. Texas alum should be the plug and play. Solid RB2 option. Henderson, maybe, I mean, if you're a Gurley owner, maybe pick up if this is a long-term thing yeah. and Mac has already taken but low in flex but it's gonna be exciting to see him on the field uh he was uh had some off-season hype gonna play a quote-unquote you know satellite back role mm-hmm. obviously haven't seen that but with Gurley doubtful uh go grab go grab Mac if you're the Gurley owner if he's on the on the waivers you should have already owned him if you're the Gurley owner but just in case go grab him Mason Rudolph out Devlin Hodges in first start for Devlin Hodges uh wasn't terrible last week. It's a great name, wasn't, Devlin. You like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love football names on the show. Uh, not a terrible start. I mean, Connor is the only guy I like here against the Chargers. Um, yeah. Chargers defense, not I don't like Steeler. I got yeah, every I mean, Steeler in sight off my teams a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to start Connor. That's about it. Yeah. Cool. Kamara, questionable. Big backs going down. Uh, didn't practice today. Big week. Week six. Wasn't even at practice today. Uh, I mean, again, Tavius Murray. Murray. Yeah, go grab him. You gotta if you're the Kamara owner. Uh, here's something I got. I you gotta love Minshew mania. The Jags are handing out thirty five thousand mustaches to fans this week. Ten fans who cut their jeans into jorts will receive a free Minshew jersey, aka Michael Smith. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he has the. I don't know if he has the quads to uh, to do that. I mean, I do for sure. I know Jared does, but um, we'll see. He might just maybe. Uh, this just. I mean, I mean, this is more of like a you know a marketing money play for the Jags. But I mean, if they bring if Foles comes back and Vinchu is still managing games fine, then they're just keeping Vinchu. I mean, you ca- you have to. Not this after the, you can't take out Minshew after giving out thirty five thousand. <laughs> I know. I mean, Nick Foles better get going on that stash. You know, like that's all I got to say. <laughs> <That's all> I- <laughs> and he's blonde though. You know, it's not the same. It's not get the not get the same oomph. Exactly. You know. 
as uh, the Minshew stash does. Uh, it's a sad day for for quarterbacks who beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You know, Foles, Manning, they're getting Both, forgotten. Uh, yeah, I know. The, the, the new generation is uh, taking them out. All right, let's get into some Thursday night football. Before that, remind you, this is Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Dudes Football, and our podcast will be available on iTunes. Subscribe. Thank you very much. Golden Tate last night, a surprise breakout against the number, I think the number one passing defense in the league. hundred over First receiver right, to get over 100 yards versus the Patriots this year. Next highest was Juju in week one was 78 yards. So, mm-hmm. and he had a touchdown. Great long play there with, by Golden Tate. Obviously, he's a stud for yards after the catch, and that's what he's excelled, he excelled at last night. Between Golden Tate and Shepard, what do you see going forward? Well, I was really interested in seeing how the dynamic would play between Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard because, correct me if I'm wrong, this is his first game back, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... After there's a suspension. After the suspension. So, like, seeing this, and this is probably what the Giants had been planning to use Golden Tate all along this year, and pass defense is nice, and the fact that he got 100 yards still. Yeah. Probably see this dynamic going forward. Yeah, and this brings us to our first Twitter question of the day from Sam Lina. Shout out to Sex at 10 League. What is Golden Tate's value? So, I mean, you got to like him going forward, especially for a new young quarterback. Um, it's a crowded passing situation. You got uh, tight end, two solid receivers, Saquon coming back probably next week. Uh, Golden Tate, I think, is a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three going forward. I mean, that might be a little bit high, but going after this after this game, I think Daniel Jones is pretty confident in that target. Um, yeah. I mean, for Golden Tate, the thing is, the only qualifier I have is that Evan Ingram yeah. did not play. Saquon did not play. So when they come back, it's going to be really interesting to see how Golden Tate's value still holds. But for now... Or maybe this week and then next week, you could say that you could if you have a Golden Tate, probably get solid value out of him just by what he did this week. You think you trade him? I think you could trade. I think you sh- if you have Golden Tate right now, you should trade him to somebody who's lacking receivers or his okay. receivers are like busted after this now. week. I mean, you could say yeah. he did it against the Patriots. Man. Yeah, like what do like, you come on. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, one thing to note: Golden Tate last week stepped into that. Uh, slot role which Shepard had been really doing been a wide receiver one at um Golden Tate's obviously one of the best slot receivers in the league uh great you know middle of the field guy great yards after the catch guy uh this is a big hit for Shepard so if he's gonna have to move outside so if anything I like Golden Tate over Shepard going forward which I think is a pretty hot take um but just because of the split you're not gonna know which one's gonna be good in a week for now, Daniel Jones is looking to the slot for most of his work. So we'll see how that uh, pans out. Okay. The elephant of fantasy football in the world. Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots defense coming in. I mean, geez. Patriots defense looking incredible. Before we get into that, we have a- another guest on the show. Reno, Nevada. Yes, sir. How how's it going? Reno? How you doing? I'm doing great. You, you? Excited? I'm doing quite well. Okay. Sorry to put you on the spot there real fast. He just walked in. <laughs> yes, We're sir. obviously short staff today, so we really appreciate you'd come. Of course. We're talking about Thursday night football last night. We're gonna talk about the Patriots D. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go into a deep dive here. The Patriots just, played yesterday? Yeah. Yes. Yikes. Really? 
Yes. It was a bye week, wasn't it? For you them? can no. you can leave the studio. Now, <laughs> it was a, it was a bye week, right? They played the Giants, right? They played the Giants last night. Yeah, it was a bi- it was a bye week essentially, right? Oh, uh, gotcha. Uh, okay, you can stay. You can stay. It that's was like good. a friendly, right? It was a friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do but why do the Patriots keep letting teams kind of stay in the game and then at the end completely you know, blow them blow them out? But okay, here's my deep dive into Patriots defense. Here we go. I got a Twitter question. What is the trade equivalent for? Patriots defense and you want to say you want to go in and look we really haven't seen a case like this okay they're fifth in average points per game among non-quarterbacks right below Aaron Jones which is absurd one defense in the last five years has broken 200 points and the Pats are on pace for 325 points okay question is that was that the like the Denver's defense that one year I or was the Ravens 01 no in the last five oh last five I think it might have been it was either Broncos or Bears but that's the, what I, the information I have right now. Unsustainable. They can't do this. Um, so thank you, Kieran, for that question. What is the trade value? So he, here, let's get into the Pats. Okay. Schedule gets a lot tougher uh, after week nine. Up until week nine, it's kind of similar to what we've seen so far. They have Their t- uh, opponent's total record is 7-22 and 22 so far. Okay, Weakest strength of schedule. This is so stupid. Okay. The defending champs have the best strength of schedule. I mean, besides the receivers, everyone's been eaten. Um, NFL's rigged. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, but after week nine, listen to this schedule. Week nine, Baltimore, 10 by 11 Philly, 12 Dallas, 13 Houston, 14 Kansas City. So they got some tough matchups there. Again, I don't know if I'm sitting the Patriots D against, you know, Philly, uh, Baltimore, Dallas, uh, unless you have a really good second option. You know, when you hear the craziest stat of the day, ready what? for this? Patriots defense have scored more touchdowns than the offenses of their opponents. Hmm. Whoa. <laughs> that's that's that is, wicked. <laughs> what? So, again. You we want to play them against Philly? Yeah. I'd play them against Philly. Well, I mean, well, Philly, I mean, the Philly's going to have some receivers coming back, and it's, they've been a good offense so far. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's still, that's not a, it's not an ideal matchup is what I'm saying. Right. So, well, what other defense are you going to play? It depends what you have. That's, that's my point. Depends what you have there. So, probably no, unless you have, like, the second or third team, probably nobody. Um, okay. We've seen one defense over the past five years score 200. Pats are on pace for 325. Never seen this. So I think the Pats will end up around 230, 250 points. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Thanks. Yes. So the trade value. I don't know if you could equate that directly to a running back receiver quarterback who's going to put up that amount of points. How much uh, do they have right now? Like 150? Say it again. How much do they have? Like 150 something? Go pull it up. I'm not sure off the top yeah. of my head. But if you're in a deeper league where streaming defenses are a lot thinner and you just want to lock down your defense for pretty much every week, I mean, a high end wide receiver two or RB two, I don't know. I don't think that's off the table. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, so they score like 157. So 160. What? Right? They're 157 right now? Yeah. So I think 100 more points. Yeah. I'd trade my wide receiver one right now for that. So, who I mean, like, I mean, who you're talking like wide receiver one? Like, would you trade DJ Chalk? I have DJ Chalk, I'd trade okay. him right away. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course, <laughs> Chark. I mean, that's that's not a, I mean, that's a cheating answer. Too what but, about, let me let me pull up some rankings. What about someone like, you know, why, uh, Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen, of course, I'd get rid of Adam Thielen right Calvin, now. Calvin Ridley, for sure. Stefan Diggs, I mean, Calvin Ridley, I mean, that's he, yeah, he's out of the question, Cal- Calvin Ridley, of course, but it's crazy. I mean, if you Fantasy football is about getting points. And if you want points, the Patriots defense Defenses. are a great option right now. Who in the league has them? 
Sorry? Who in our league has the Patriots? I don't know. I have seven leagues. I don't keep <laughs> You have tabs seven on, leagues? Seven leagues. I don't keep tabs right now. Where are you in all your seven leagues? Uh, what? We'll get, who cares? <laughs> I'm doing, I think I'm over 500, which is good. Uh, but let me ask you a few questions. Who would you rather have going forward, Patriots D, assuming you have an all right fill-in for this position? Okay. Chris Carson, Patriots D. Patriots Chris D. Carson. I'm going Carson there. Patriots D, Melvin Gordon. Patriots D. Mm, I'd say Melvin Gordon. I'm I'm going, still, I'll still take really? Melvin Gordon. Austin I'm Eckler, going pa- Justin Jackson. Have Patriots D there. Taking most of his Carry role. on Johnson, Patriots D. Pages D. <laughs> we all we know what yeah. you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the past is great. The only thing is that that little patch of their schedule gets really tough. Like, get, like Baltimore is a good team. You know AC what their, is a good team. You know what Dallas their 16, 17 schedule is? 16 what? Buffalo, 17 yeah. Miami. Like, and then 15 if you, like, se- if you have a week 17 championship 15 Cleveland too, uh, it's like no brain they're playing Cleveland I think so oh wow they're playing uh, the Turner Machine Cincinnati week 15 oh, yeah Cincinnati my bad uh, yeah the Bungles who do you want Odell Beckham Jr. Patriots D ooh this is a good one I feel like you get it's a lot more for me. I feel like you can get a lot more value for Odell Beckham so I just keep Odell Beckham there I'd take Odell I mean I want to I traded Odell for Diggs and Waller in another league um, How's that going for you? Would I mean, you be able to I've, trade Patriots D for Diggs and Waller? You think? I think you yeah, could. you always want that one. You always want the one slot over two. That's on the bottom line. All right, let's move on from this. It's just a weird situation. We've it's never seen it's. It's hard. It's hard to to. But like you look at the ne- the next defense down. I mean, it's it's you know goes back to to normal land. Going more into last night, Brady, the oldest player ever to score multiple rushing touchdowns in a game. Congrats. I think they should just have him do all the old guy stats. He has he's the <laughs> oldest player ever to score a touchdown. Tied with Jerry Rice. Really? Wait, mm-hmm. I don't I wait, mean wait. I, Brett Favre was like fifty five years old. Fifty five <laughs> something. But we'll see. But oldest player to score two rushing touchdowns at a game. I think every every rushing record for oldest guy, every passing record for oldest guy, go have him do it. Uh especially against these terrible, terrible teams they're playing. Sony Michelle had a great matchup last night. Brady had two one-yard touchdowns. Vultured. They, Sony and Brady both have five carries within the five-yard line this season. I mean, Sony was. Whoa. A lot of people were saying Sony was going to look like you know this just this this absolute feeder and kind of get that Legarrette Blunt share of the touchdowns that we saw a few years back, where he got get Legarrette Blunt got eighteen touchdowns in a season. I was pretty off Sony just considering his efficiency on the ground, and I was leaning over to Rex Burkhead as the guy you wanted to own in that backfield. Obviously, he's been injured. Uh, what do you guys see the value of Sony going forward? He doesn't have any value going forward. Probably any. I don't think he has, he has all, very All you little. have is, is 100% hot takes, man. <laughs> he's like Jonas Gray. He's going to have one or two really big games, and yeah. then that's it. And you can't predict that. I think going forward, as they get into tougher opponents, they're not going to be. I mean, they're, they're not, not going to be able, able to wall rush Brady yeah. on the goal line all the time. Sexy Rex is going to take more carries. Well, when he's back, but I mean, definitely have to downgrade Michelle. I've been off him for, for all season. Uh, you just don't. I just don't like love the splits. He was really great at the end of the season last year, so maybe that will come around again. But for now, I mean, I don't know. He's a flex play, especially in the tougher yeah, matchups. I mean, yeah, especially if you're not. In- he hit over 100 believe. yards last night, yeah. and people were disappointed. And and if I told you there were Patriots were going to get three rushing touchdowns, and you and Sony was going to get over 100 yards, put me, you know sign me up, right? But it's Brandon Bolton <laughs> and Brady, Brady twice, and Brandon Bolton are averaging seven yards a carry. I mean, geez, um, Edelman nine for 113 on 15 targets. Nice. We had Gordon out with an injury in, dur- during the game. Sorry, did you have him on the team? He's in my anointed son. Of course I have uh, Josh Gordon. Rough. <laughs> and then we have Dorsett out 
So Edelman's just, I mean, he's always going to be available for that 10-yard, you know, out, 10-yard in kind quick of Quick question, route. quick question. Go for it. Would you rather have Edelman or Thielen at this point? Thielen. Next question. Thank really? you very much. Really? Absolutely. What? Why Thielen do you want Thielen? Did you, Thielen had two touchdowns and over 100 yards last week. One yeah, good but game. Can, but can you really trust Kirk Cousins to be able to con- continue this? Sort of street. No, but it can there, every, this yeah. is the one game we've had. Ed, Edelman was having to be the only receiving option, and Dorsett's going to be back. Gordon's going to be back. Huh, you bring up a good point. I got a question for you. What do you think about the Vikings' offense aside from Cook? Because right from oh Dalvin Cook. Because yeah. right now Thielen is a mid-tier wide receiver too. Because there's a lot of cracks showing. Diggs is. I'm kind of forgetting about Diggs. Got him yeah. off my only team. No, aside from performance, like the actual chemistry of the team, they're all starting to turn on Kirk Cousins. He had a better week last week. I don't. Th- I think it's too early to, to say anything. Diggs is back in. I think that team's going to be okay in terms of the chemistry. So okay. weak reactions from last week. Let's talk about the biggest performer, Will Fuller, breaking records. Three touchdowns over two, 200 yards, right? Shout out Sam. Jeez. Why is that? Because didn't Sam, like, preseason show, he was like, Will Fuller is like, when he's healthy and he's in, he goes off. I mean, Shout out I mean you have quite time. the memory. I, yeah, I, don't I, remember every I remember every single that. call. That but Hopkins, 88 yards, I think it was, something like 7 for 88. And that's an all right stat line. But in this game where there was five receiving touchdowns for the Texans, you hate to see it. Uh, we'll get into how panicked we are on him later. Aaron Jones, four touchdowns Jesus, on the dude. ground. I had him in two leagues. Still lost. I had, I have, I had him playing McCaffrey and... Watson last week. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So I think it was 134 to 129, I think it was. And in my league with my high school friends, my last three weeks, I've lost by a total of 15 points. Nice. You hate to see it. Uh, I mean... you love to see I, it. I, but it's interesting because I have Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers on that team, and I feel like you kind of have every Packers touchdown, of course, until Williams is back, if you have that stack... Aaron Rodgers had like nine points last week, which was disappointing. I don't, I hate him going forward, especially with uh, Devonte Adams out for a few weeks. But a stack kind of makes sense, I feel like, especially with Aaron Jones' emergence in the passing game. I mean, what do you guys top what Aaron Jones going forward? Ooh, Aaron Jones is like a good RB one at this point. I top feel. what? Top? Oh, you talking about like top Ooh, ten, top, top fifteen? I'd say five. He's, I'd say that's five. what he's at right next. Yeah, you think he's top Number five right now? I'd, I'd say he's like top five. I think he's more like top what's, six. What's their next like five weeks look like? Who they're playing? I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> You're the fantasy football guru. <laughs> this week they're playing the Lions. They're playing I mean, the Lions, okay? Matchup. Yeah, you might. Have I think they're playing the Vikings the week after. Okay, I kind of do know. <laughs> they're playing the Vikings after that. Okay, uh, but I say he's top seven. Top seven. I I can't put him in five. McCaffrey, he's top one. Top one? Top one. I think that's a good call. <laughs> yeah. Let's do some injuries real quick. Who do you want? McCaffrey or Ezekiel Elliott and Tyler Lockett? I'd take Ezekiel Lockett. I'd take McCaffrey. McCaffrey. <laughs> McCaffrey a monster. or Aaron Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. McCaffrey or who? Aaron Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. I take I take I take the latter. Uh, yeah, I take the latter too. I, I not even by that much. I mean, the yeah. huge part of fantasy is you always want to be the guy sending away one and or, getting two. And no, the sending way two out, and no. getting one. Sending away two, two getting one. receiving one. You only can have you know one slot. You can't put two guys in one slot. And McCaffrey is like a cheat code. They're they're like the Patriots. He's like if you have McCaffrey and the Patriots on your team, like I don't really care G-G. what else you have. Like, jeez, I mean that's crazy. Um, Pat Mahomes, the over under on that game with the Colts was fifty six. It's a sixteen ten game. How injured is he? 
Yeah. He's got the, he's got he's the, limping, he's right? 300 pound man shove his foot, his cleat into his ankle. So that's From not good team. on his own team. Is it a high sprained ankle or does, or what is it? He's, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are these questions? We'll consult man? our guys being dudes doctors on this. Yeah. One. <laughs> we'll consult the doctors. Um, but again, I want to bring up worst strength of schedule among quarterbacks for the rest of season. You hate to see it. I drafted Kelsey in multiple leagues. I thought this was going to be Kelsey's another great year. Hasn't been that way so far, but, you know, it's not looking good. We have Russell Wilson surpassing him as the number one quarterback in fantasy football. The Cleveland Browns. What to do with these guys? How can you put up three points against anybody without Old Beckham Jr., Chubb, and Jarvis Landry? It's, you know, it's, you have That's Baker Mayfield is the answer. <laughs> they have to call the Redskins, right, and get Trent Williams, right? They have to get some O-line help. I mean... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah I mean, it's easier we, said than done. That's a great, it's a great <laughs> point. Trent Williams is not practicing. I mean, he's taking huge fines, by the way. But the I'm Browns really, are going to be nothing if they don't Chubb have offensive has a line. Really great rest of season schedule on the ground, but I'm worried, especially with Kareem Hunt coming back and mm-hmm. that offense not being able to put up production. He's getting a lot of yards on the ground, but if you can't move the ball on the field, he's not going to get in the end zone. Uh, I would totally be okay trading Chubb for like. Fournette and somebody else, or Chubb for Aaron Jones and somebody else. Those are guys I'd like. I'm more confident in going forward. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can get Chubb for Aaron Jones, then that's it. I, I think that's straight a good up. trade. Yeah, like, straight up, like because Aaron Jones is like being a beast yeah, right now. Absolutely, and, and the offense if- is turning to be good, and the Browns are looking bad. Right. I think Aaron Jones is also a sell candidate as well. He's not going to. I mean, he's going to be consistent. But he's not going to be consistently getting four touchdowns. So if you can, if you can trade him for one of those locked and loaded, top top tier guys, I like it. Uh, 49ers running backs Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida fighting off. Both had good weeks last week. Last week, both popped off. Uh, both had a touchdown. Is there one you want going forward? I'd say Breida because he's a more of a receiving back. Like Tevin Coleman is also receiving back. They're both and, and Shanahan. Shan has talked about how much he loves him and wants to use him in the game. I'm giving an edge to Coleman because I think he's the Agreed. goal linebacker, but Brita has that breakaway potential. He's one of the fastest players in the league, which is crazy. But they're, for me, both very solid low-end RB2 flex plays rest of the season. Yeah. Chargers backfield, I think we're going to see a lot more oh. Melvin Gordon this week. Uh, Austin Eckler uh, should not see 15 targets or 15 receptions <laughs> this week. He should see less than that. So we'll see how that goes. And then... Lastly, Evans and Godwin. Evans with the goose, Man. zero. Crazy. And Godwin teammates. with 125 and two touchdowns. My favorite tweet was, damn, this uh, Buccaneers receiving core is crazy. Evans and Godwin combined for 125 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was obviously just Godwin's stat line. Uh, I think it's clear. you want, I mean, we even keep saying, you want who do you want, Godwin, Evans, Godwin, Evans. I've been back and forth, but obviously... I think we can lock and load Godwin. Evans, you're, I got a few questions on this Twitter. This is a kiss of death for Chris Godwin, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Just go with the opposite of what we say on the show. That's always a good, if you have both. Uh, but, I mean, I got a few questions on Twitter. Should I sit Evans this week? Never. You're never sitting Evans. You're never sitting mm-hmm. Evans. Before, before last week, number five overall receiver. Not going to sit Evans. Put him in. Pray for the best. And there's a few quotes from the coaching and Winston saying they want to get the ball to Evans more. I mean, probably he's been feeling really sick the past like three weeks. Yeah, I think that was I think, more he's like been, early season stuff. But having like he's some... a dog, man. Evans is like just a hardcore guy. Um, quick injury updates: Saquon should be back next week. AJ Green, the team said he will not be traded. 
looks like two more weeks until he's back. And Drew Brees looks like two more weeks. See that video of him throwing the ninja pose? <laughs> no, Throw. I did not. <laughs> and then he goes into the ninja pose. I don't know what that is, but that you know, it's Drew Brees. You know, let him let him do his thing. How panicked are you guys on these guys? One, two, ten. Let's start with Baker. Nine. Nine. I I I'd say I say five for Baker. He's folding quickly. I, I think his confidence is getting to him. I th- I think that Baker, the offense just has too many weapons for me to be really worried about Baker just yet. If you give him like a couple more weeks and he's still not feeling dangerous, then then you can definitely. For me, it's a. Uh, I'm at a seven. I'm, I'm not, real worried. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, we've we've seen him do real good last year. It's just. From what we've seen, he's just not the same guy. Uh, OBJ. I'm not worried. I'm at a five. Five. Five, five I'm and a five. half. I'm, kind, I'm worried. I know. Uh, I still, I'm still it's, fine with owning him. I'm scared to start him. Agreed. <laughs> I'm a little worried. Uh, Zeke. Negative a million. I'm at a six. I'm at a four why. and a half. Here's why. When Zeke rushes for 75 or more yards... Uh, which is 36 of his 44 career games, which is crazy. Uh, Dak Prescott is 30 and 6. When he's under 75, Prescott is 1 and 7. Okay. He has the 27th rest of the season running back schedule. And look at these stats against the Giants, 53. Against Washington, 111. Of course, Miami, 125. Of course, New Orleans, 18th for 35. Green Bay, 12 for 62. And he's just not in the passing game as much anymore. We're seeing Gallup much more involved. If the Cowboys want to win, they got to get Zeke involved. If they're just not going to do it, they're not going to do it. So, I mean, it's up to them. against the Packers, they were like, let's start off throwing against this great Packers secondary. What are they doing? You know, the, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Packers were 30th against the run in fantasy. And so I'm at a six. I'm a little worried. But that's in the coaching. Zeke's still the same guy he was, in my opinion. Hopkins. I'm not. I'm at a three. Mm, no. All roads yeah. lead to Hopkins. One. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers? Also Ooh. zero. I'd probably say a four. I'm, I'm at not. a six. I'm not that worried. Well, he's, went on that, he's got on that vegan diet, man. You hate no, to no, see No, no, he's it. showing he age. Quit. He, quit? he quit? He quit. I think he quit. He quit. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but with Devontae Adams out, I mean, the only week where he hasn't been below the 18th quarterback was when Devontae Adams had his big breakout game against Philly. Obviously a weaker pass. Who are his wide receivers now? MVS, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, and Geronimo Allison. And Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> the ghost of Jimmy Graham. ghost of Jimmy Graham. Yeah, the corpse of Jimmy Graham. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Well, I'd say... Donald's coming back soon, right? He's, He's back, back this back week. This week. So, I'd, say a se- I'd say a seven, just because I haven't really? seen efficiency out of Le'Veon, and he's just been getting walloped this whole but season. But that's because they haven't had a passing game. Yeah, but Luke it's, Falk's it's not... Luke going to throw to who? Yeah, but I mean, it's not going to get like I'm at that a, much I'm easier. at a two. I mean, I'm at a three. Even when Darnold was there, it's not like he was that efficient. Let's just go throw him into one. Juju and Connor. Oh, at a six. I, I have two six. answers for this one. And I'm at a nine. Players. If you're adjusting, if you're adjusting expectations to the new Steelers' offense, I'm at a five. If you're not, I'm at like a nine. Yeah, like a. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I have the old expectations. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I drafted Connor number seven Dang, overall. Ben Roethlisberger's not coming. I don't think that was a bad draft. It's just with Valt Ben, it's just, yeah. Uh, Mixon. I think he's a bust. I, I don't see him. I'm at an eight. Bust. I'm at a three. You're st- Woo! Ooh. Why is that? Because I think Mixon is going to turn it on the last four games of the year. You're just a guy who feels feels it. 
Yeah. yeah. Watch, watch. He's gonna have he's gonna have four touchdowns I week fifteen. Well, four touchdowns week fifteen. Yeah, you watch. Smack that on the wall. The he's gonna have it's gonna be two <laughs> it's gonna be two rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns. <laughs> and lastly, we Diggs. don't condone alcoholism. In he's gonna have that Derrick Hen- Henry kind of game. Yeah, with the ninety-nine yard rush. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, "Wow, he's gonna be so great. He's gonna draft it high because of that." With Diggs, I'm at a five. I don't. I'm at a nine. I don't. I just don't think. First of all, like I don't see him showing up against like top secondaries. Number one, number two, he's kind of has this tension with Kirk Cousins, and I don't know if that's going to pan out the rest of the season. And then there's just like too much uncertainty revolving around Diggs right now. So I agree with him. I he, mean, Diggs came out. He said he's back in, and I'm a Viking. I mean, he had some drama I mean, issues. He said the rumors are true. There's truth to those rumors. Yeah, but after the fact, after that, he said he's a Viking. Yeah, because Brown he's, said he's a Raider. Okay, don't bring in <laughs> exactly. Five. People say that. Wait, people say that Stefan Diggs is Antonio Brown light. This is true to the T. What, dude? Don't bring, don't, don't bring <laughs> okay, up Antonio okay, okay, Brown. Okay. We don't. I don't want to talk about Antonio Brown. It's it's annoying. Some fantasy tips, uh, real quick. Jared and Mike never let me talk about these, so I'd love, I'd love <laughs> to bring some fantasy tips on the show. First of all, where's your team at? What do you need to do? I'm one and four in that league where I last the lost the last three weeks by 15 points. I need to win now. I'm trying to get Aaron Rodgers off my team because he's not going to have a good week this week, for example. Check strength of schedule when you're doing trades. See what that guy uh, has the rest of the year. The art of the trade. Target teams with complementary needs. Don't just send trades on the platform. Text people. You're a salesperson. Make them, you know, bring them a coffee. Send them <laughs> an edible arrangement. Bring them donuts. If Buy someone them mac and cheese. There you go. From Chick-fil-A. If someone comes to you asking for a single player, they're most likely willing to spend more than what they offered. Um, if, it, if a trade is fair and it helps your team, just go for it. You don't want to wait around and and you know and and change things up. Just go for that trade if it's good. And lastly, bench players don't score points. You need depth, but don't waste a spot. Uh, hmm. Again, it's cuffing season, baby. It's cold outside. Stay warm with guys like Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison, and Giovanni Latavius Bernard. Murray. Giovanni Bernard. I mean, I don't know about that. He's not going to keep you that warm. Gus Edwards. Gus the bus <laughs> and Edward. Justice Hill. A few more. Plan for bye weeks. A real fun thing I like to do is, you know, keep defenses on your bench for next week, the week after. Like, for example, the Jets, week nine, Miami, week 10, Giants. I already said it before. They're going to be a great defense for that stretch. Go grab them, keep them on your bench, especially if you have an open spot there. Uh, one Twitter question from Lauren from the AKSI Fantasy League. Bunch of my players have ended up on IR this season. How do I rebuild? Yeah, basically, I've had a ton of injuries in one of my leagues. So, we all have. Yeah. So, what you try to do is, I'd assume that she's kind of down. So, you just got to survive at this point. Try to try to trade for guys who are who are healthy and try to ship off guys who yeah. are injured like down the future. Mm-hmm. The name of the game is getting to the playoffs. Go see what how many wins you're going to need. Is it is it eight teams out of 12? Is it six teams out of 12? Is it four out of 10? If you need to get that schedule, I mean, get wins, it's okay to ship off one of your absolute studs if you need roster fill-ins. I 